Matt, we are live. Thank you for being on, sir. How are you? Doing well, Mike. How you doing? I am doing fantastic. Sunday morning, Super Bowl Sunday. Are you a sports fan? Uh, not really, no. Um, I live in like the Boston area, so I, I kind of like have to be. <laughs> But um, right. I, I'm the kind of person who, if I go to a sport event, I'll get into it and enjoy it a lot. But I don't go out of my way to uh, necessarily view them. Definitely. I'm the same way. I, I mean, I played college lacrosse. so you. Oh, think... sweet. I played lacrosse in high school. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I guess yep. you're East Coast. Yeah. I mean, I'm, growing up in Texas, I was the oddball. So I always assume people don't know what lacrosse is. But yeah, you should know. <laughs> Yeah, lacrosse rules. Yeah, I played at uh, Hofstra. With a stick. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My yeah, brother played... was goalie. He was a madman. Like, Dude. I don't know who would sign up to be goalie. He would come home with like these huge welts all over him, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I stopped it." The goalie is intense. Uh, my yeah. my best friend in uh, high school was goalie, and he kind of got suckered into it because I, f- I forget the exact exact story, but we had like our goalie was hurt or something like that. And we always like kind of messed around in the backyard with the uh, tennis balls. Sure. And he was like always really good at goalie. I'm like, dude, just uh, here's some, here's some stuff. Let's, <laughs> and he turned out to be like all American goalie. Nice. Went on to play at West Point. Yeah. He, was, he was legit. Yeah. But That's yeah, awesome. people were like, you, all you have is a chest protector and gloves, like yeah. cup and a helmet, like not hockey goalie style. It's funny. No. Yeah. It's crazy. And those balls are cruising like upwards of 100 miles an hour throwing those and yeah they're not soft like they're no. those hard like it's like getting hit with a baseball yeah yeah it's solid rubber and it hurts yeah. and you know we play in the cold weather so it's not <laughs> not yep. fun yeah not fun absolutely yeah those yes. days are long behind me though <laughs> <laughs> yeah same here man i <laughs> I don't think I could run the course of a lacrosse field without throwing up at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm probably the same way. I I think I'm uh, still fit and young, but uh, yeah, I've had after four hip surgeries, I I called it quits on all sorts of activities. I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, I've had a number of shoulder surgeries myself, and um, just uh, can't can't do can't do the things I used to be able to. It happens, man. It happens. Yeah. I understand. I feel you. I was going back uh, this morning. I saw your shoulder surgery. I was kind of just deep diving into your Instagram because that's pretty much where we met is Instagram. And I was just like, oh, I wonder where like how far it goes back. And I was scrolling. I saw your shoulder surgeries and stuff like that. But I saw like what, what was your first man what, van? Was your first mini that blue panel van or was that like just the first one I saw on Instagram? No, yeah, that that was my very first mini was the blue right-hand drive panel van. Dang, that's a cool first mini. How did you yeah. how did you fall into that? So, um so I've I've always really liked the classic mini since I can remember. Um my dad was a car dealer and he always really encouraged me to get the kind of car that I would enjoy and uh he always, you know, for whatever reason he always saw me in a mini. Um so it, uh, it it was kind of one of those things that I've I always wanted one, and then in 2014 I sold my first house, and I bought my second house and had a little bit of money left over, so I was like kind of looking on Craigslist, and I found a uh, a classic mini in Vermont, and I was like oh cool it's a panel van never seen those before, 
It was on these really hideous 12-inch wheels that I just wasn't a fan of. But it came with two sets of 10-inch wheels. Um, and, and and so I, I went up on like a – it was either a Saturday or a Sunday. And uh, I went with my brother and my, my friend Bobby so that we had someone to drive the car home. Because I was like, yeah, I'm probably going to buy it if it runs and drives. Right. And, um, and so we drove an hour and a half into Vermont. Cause that's where it was. Where are you located again? Rhode Island? Uh, I'm or? in central mass pretty much. Oh, mass. Okay. Yeah. I do have a shop space in Rhode Island Okay, that's that I is. rent from uh, Baker's Boffins automotive. Yep. Yep. Okay. And, uh, and yeah, so, so we drove up and, um, and we drove up to Vermont and, and the guy was great. He drove it first cause I had never driven a right hand drive stick shift so right. i was like all right just t- just just take me through the ropes like show me what what this is about and and so he drove it and i was like all right i got this so after about a quarter mile i hopped in the driver's seat i drove it right back to his house and was like all right you know let's let's work out a price i'm driving this home and and so luckily my bank is one of those banks that's in supermarkets so it's open every day so <laughs> i shot down to the bank got some cash came back bought the mini and me and bobby piled into the mini and my brother piled into my scion xd which was you know just barely bigger than the mini and <laughs> right, yeah. we we started our hour and a half drive down highways and this was my first time driving a classic mini my first time driving a classic mini panel van, which has just, it's all wall. There's right. no, like no the visibility. blind spots, there's the blind spots are everywhere. And it's and like the mirrors were these little tiny things and I wasn't <laughs> used to them yet. So it was just, it, it was, it was such an adventure. That is, but epic. we, we, we drove it all the way back and on it and we did get pulled over once. And it was because the registration on my Scion was expired. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm driving 55, which is as fast as this will go, uh, on a highway. And I'm thinking, oh, we're getting pulled over because this is kind of rude. Uh, but it's on a Sunday. So it's not like I was like rush hour traffic causing right, problems. Right. So we pull over and the cop's like, why are you pulling over? And I was like, am I not the problem? And he was like, no, no, the car following you is. And I was like, oh, well, they're following me for a reason. So... <laughs> that's the <a> support vehicle. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. think about that because uh, regular minis are like fishbowls. You could see everything. So yeah. it doesn't really matter what mirror you have. <laughs> Yep. So that was my very first experience in a classic mini, and I was just hooked. I, yeah. I owned that mini for like three or four years while I built my garage, um, and then the it was the very first car I drove into my new like huge garage that I built next to my house, and I was able to turn it around uh, inside the garage <laughs> and then just park it right in the middle. Nice. It was great. Nice. Yeah, it was fantastic. Oh, I can't wait to have a, a big garage. I, I have a one car garage in an apartment, but sure. because it's it's a little deeper than the mo- most, but it would only fit like a normal size car. But I have two classic minis in there because they're right. so small. <laughs> so it's nice to be able to do that. But a normal size garage, man, like you said, I'd be spinning it around doing U turns. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's yeah, awesome I... experience. I um on our little uh, Facebook group. 
this guy was like, Hey, I'm looking at this mini in Las Vegas. We're in Southern California. You know, how should I get it back? I was like, drive it. Like, is it a drive? And he was like, yeah, "Yeah, but I was, was, it was his first classic mini. Same thing. I was like, do it. You will never forget it. I threw him my number. I was like, if you have any questions or need help on anything, just bring some tools just in case. And he, he made it back. I think it took like six hours or something like that, but he was so stoked. I was like, that's, you'll never forget that experience ever. Right. Absolutely. And that's, that's the best. Like the, it's it's one of those few times where you'll be a problem but people like they they don't they're not mad when they see you right you know you're driving some piece of crap like toyota echo on the side of the on the highway going 55 miles an hour you know no one's happy about that right but you're driving like this cool classic mini with a little bit of patina on it uh you know with these ridiculous 12 inch wheels that don't fit people are smiling waving like i i had more Honking More for good like, reasons. Right, exactly. Thumbs up. Um, and, and it was fun because it was me and my friend Bobby. And so people would think he's driving. <laughs> oh, and right, they would yeah. look they would look into the car and, you know, they get that double take. Of, it's like, hands up. Like, uh... <laughs> yeah, well, and because the steering wheel is like a bus. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. so big, so you can't miss it. Right. You know, so people look over and they see this huge steering wheel on the wrong side of this tiny panel van. And one of my favorite things to do with that van was to uh, park next to nowadays delivery vans and take pictures. So like a, like a UPS truck or a big FedEx truck. Oh, right, right, right. Like, like a potato chip delivery van at a grocery store. Yes. Yes. You know, just, just those and, and just cause people use those vans for commercial stuff. Yep. back in yeah. the in the 60s and 70s like yep. same with the pickup trucks yep that's one of it, my favorite minis is the panel vans that have like the hand lettering of whatever it was oh like yeah construction company like i know yeah. alex tune ha- i think his is a construction yes. or i've seen some that are like uh like triple a or whatever it is in uk aa or whatever um yeah those are so cool i love that yeah, and that that was always my uh, plan for one of my panel vans, <laughs> but I always sell them. Um, <laughs> I always sell them before I can really get too deep into them. Yeah, I'm uh, sure we'll get a. I'm sure we'll get into how many minis you've had, but yeah, you've got you know, I see one and then it's gone, and then, but uh, so let's kind of backtrack a little bit. Uh, your dad was a car dealer. What kind of cars did? he uh well what kind of dealership was it so when when i was a kid it was a chrysler dodge dealership that he worked at Mm -hmm. and then as i uh got older when i was uh in my early 20s he opened his own dealership which was a uh a chain of thrifty car sales okay it's it's they're kind of like related to the thrifty car rentals but they sell cars okay yeah and so um he would get like all kinds of stuff in that dealership and uh, I would just go and like hang out, drive the random cars around. Um, it's basically how I learned how to drive stick. Okay. Is every time you'd get a stick shift car in, I would come drive it. Um, one of my favorites was a Chrysler Crossfire. Those are uh, like weirdly cool. <laughs> yeah, like like they're the, it, it's basically the car I learned to drive stick in. Really? Um, yeah, I I drove it all around like West Springfield. I was I stalled it, but I was like, it's a cool little sports car. No one's gonna really bother me. My um, uh, first stick shift car, 
And this is how I remember the story. I'm not sure if it quite remembers. I'm sure my dad might listen. My dad's been listening to the episodes, but he has a 1990 Carrera 4, um, 911. And we always, you know, cruise on the weekends. And I was getting a little bit older. I think I was probably 15 at the time. So learner's permit. Yeah. And how I remember it was he like stopped. We stopped at like a stoplight close to home. And he just like got out and was like, all right, get in. And I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, oh, the light's going to turn green. I don't remember if that's, that's just what I've told myself my whole life. It was something along those lines, but it was just like do or die. I probably revved the shit out of it. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Just both feet down and then lift the left foot. That's all you yep. got to do, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's cool. So was your dad a big car guy or you just, you know, was into you know, the dealership scene or what? So it's, it's funny. He, he, um, he never owned a car, uh, cause he always got dealer loaners. R- right. He, right. He would always be home with a dealer plate. And so, um, like he used to, he, he was more of a motorcycle guy, Okay. but, um, you know, I got, it's, it was crazy. I got to experience all kinds of like mid level cars, uh, that were pretty, pretty fun. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember like a 2013 Maxima was, was a good time. Accurate TL, like, uh, something, stuff like that. Just like random stuff. Right. Um, nothing, nothing overly f- cool. Like he never brought home a Viper or anything like that, <laughs> which Damn. I always thought was pretty lame. Um, but he did, he did sure buy... they didn't throw the dealer plates on him for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he did. He did buy himself a, um, BMW E36 convertible, nice. uh, back like, when it was he he bought it used but it was like fairly new it was like in the 90s and it was like a 95 or 96 like boston green with the tan interior it was it was a really nice car super cool um yeah he'd he'd love to see my uh e36s now because yeah he he loved that yeah i want to get into those later those are those are super cool um so what what was like your first memory of the mini you said you always kind of liked them but just there weren't a ton around what was it you know a lot of people are italian job or mr bean what was this kind of because in the united so, states they're not as popular as the rest of the world i i remember just seeing one driving down the road and i was with my dad he was playing golf at the time and i pointed it out and we were just talking about it and i was like oh i'll have one of those one day and like we were i was just a kid and i i would just always like the look of it um and then i saw stuff like the italian job and um you know just thought it was really cool uh, i never really got much into mr bean uh, yeah. but i did i did you know his i really liked the color of his mini his green and and black yeah uh, i thought that was really cool yeah but, it's kind of um, up your alley <laughs> yeah exactly i really like bright bright colors on my minis and, and, and most of my cars they're, you know, grays and, and blacks, a little boring, but you know, they can, they can be spruced up. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's interesting. Cause typically when I think of myself wanting to build a mini, it's all the classic colors, but then every once in a while I'll see someone do, um, like a, a newer, bmw color or newer mini color or some sort of brighter color and it's like damn that works pretty good but i don't see it like that but i always like when people do it and it turns out nice so that's that's cool i like that you messed around with this uh blue panel van for three or four years you said and then sold it off did you sell it for another mini what 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 was the kind of trade-off so so i actually so during that time i owned the panel van i bought 
this guy right here in the picture, my who is my first uh, Honda Mini, which was a B18C1 with a uh, five-speed limited slip. It was a cool car. It had the extended fiberglass front end, and it was de-seamed. It had this all the seams deleted, which I think is kind of lame. Uh, I don't really like that. But is that the? Is it red and white? Is that the one? It, or, it or was. was it orange? It it was red and white, and then I painted it all white. Okay, all right. And it's still all white, and I'm pretty sure a guy in Texas owns it now. Okay. So, it, it's funny. It was it it went from Maryland to New York, I believe, then to Texas, then California, then to <laughs> me in Massachusetts. Wow. I bought it from California, um, and then it went to Utah from me. And then down to Texas from Utah. Wow. So, he, so your second Mini, boy. you got into a, a Honda Mini. Yep. Yeah, I got into it pretty cheap, and it showed. Um, <laughs> it, it was not, like, the best. The D-seam was terrible. Uh, I went to, like, paint it, and we we uh, just kind of sanded down one of the spots, and it was just, like, a hole. The oh, no. the roof was basically held on with like one corner and paint. It oh, was no. it was bad. So it spent six months basically getting rewelded and then all painted a white single stage epoxy primer. And I just happened to really like the white, so I left it. Right. You know. So the white and black, it looked really cool. I About what year was this? Because you said the blue one was fourteen, so it was it was four years after or so. I think it was about 2016, 2017. Okay. That that I got that, and then um, yeah, then it just kind of snowballed from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what. Like I said, I was going deep dive on your Instagram, and I saw the blue one, the panel van. I did see the DC Mini, very yeah. unique. I'm not a huge DC guy. I'm unfortunately my S has the uh, vertical I know, ones DC. Yeah. Which uh, now that I kind of rabbit hole down, like the the mini sprints, um, granted mm-hmm. those are chopped and stuff like that, but yeah. the ones that have the ra- roof rails and the bumpers still that are just vertical, they look pretty badass. I feel like in race trim, if you will, it'll it'll look cool. But we'll see when I get to that point if I have somebody help me put the seams back in or not. But I don't know. It's unfortunate. I like that. I like that you still have the roof rails and the bumpers. Yes. Mine, yeah. mine didn't have anything. Yeah, yeah. If it um, didn't have the bumpers or roof rails, I'd just. Oh, I don't even know if I would have bought it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the roof rails are are honestly the best part. Um, taking away the side seams, I feel like they might have done that because it's just easier to wrap. Yeah. You know? Perhaps I don't know. It's the uh, nineteen what seventies eighties oh, arrow. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Speed, you gotta get every uh, millisecond in in lap right, times. Right. I guess I don't know. <laughs> right. I don't know. It's just a different taste, I guess. But um, yeah, yeah. So it snowballed for sure. Because then I um, you got uh, I think it was another red mini or. No, the, the my next one was an was actually an automatic, eight fifty cc, ooh, <laughs> uh, baby blue with white stripes and <laughs> chrome arches. Oh, nice! It, it honestly it didn't look bad. Like it was a cute little mini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and I just drove it around to the shops in in town, and uh, I eventually sold it to a guy who had a basic, basically a twin in a newer version of a mini. <laughs> okay. Yep. Which was perfect. He, him, I think it was his wife's, and and like they, he sent me a picture, and it was almost the same exact color blue. <laughs> perfect. But that was a cool mini. It was just kind of like easy and chill. For the most part, very slow, very slow. Yeah, one of my buddies in Hawaii has a, I don't remember, if it, I think his is a 1275, but it's an auto, and he loves it, man. Just cruising the island. Yeah. You know, just and sometimes he says, you know, you can kind of shift it to whatever the gear is. It's not just drive. Right. Um, but, yeah, it looks, they look fun. That would be a bucket list one one day just to have one just for like a, you know, maybe the wife just to kind of cruise and not have to worry about the shifting and all that jazz that'd be fun yeah what i what i would usually do was if i was stopped i would go bring it down to one and then i would shift manually to drive and then just leave it and drive as right. i drove and it it was actually it was honestly not too bad um I, I feel like with a 1275 perfect little cruiser you know i bet yeah yeah the the manual's way more fun in my opinion but you wanted just a cruiser that you can relax in you know maybe eat some french fries yeah <laughs> yeah i've heard the it. autos are, are actually really nice um and i don't know if they have any like issues i don't know if they die a lot or what i, I really have no idea but yeah it could be a cool little cruiser yeah i know no one wants them so i, I see people right. selling the autos all the time <laughs> well and you got to sell it's the whole engine too you it, because the auto trans and the manual trans are different enough Mm -hmm. that and because like that's it's the trans block and head like it's all one piece mm -hmm. it, you, you got to change a few things if you want to swap them yeah but i know in it's my doable, opinion it's just but... easier to yeah, yeah just easier to get the whole the whole engine yeah i know it's doable but i definitely think there's some thing yeah it's just it'd be easier to just take the whole thing out and sw swap it for a, a manual although the yeah the subframe might be different too i don't i don't know I don't know. Dave would know. He's actually doing a automatic mini right now. Oh, really? Um, at the shop, yeah. It's yeah, this gorgeous red Dave mini. On the, I want to get Dave on too. He's uh, he's got some cool cool projects as well. Yeah, yeah. You guys it's kind been, of intertwine in my mind with uh, Misfits Mutts. Yeah, with my Misfit Mutts garage stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He he bounces on there every once in a while too, huh? Yeah, yeah. Him and I do it together. Um, the last few videos have just been me because I've been working on the E36 V8 swap. Mm -hmm. uh, but when we're doing mini stuff, it's usually me and him doing like an engine swap or a, a track day or or something really fun. How did uh, Misfit Mutt's Garage start? So uh, I love dogs. I have currently I have 10 um, that are my own. And three of them are handicapped. Uh, one was born without front legs. Wow. And two of them, they have no use of their rear legs. Um, and, and most of my other ones are just kind of old. Um, they're all rescues. Uh, my I have a puppy that was actually found in a shoebox. What? Uh, really, really just like skin and bone. Uh, yeah, people are the worst and or awful. So, Unfortunately, yep. So yeah, so I have I have all these wonderful dogs, and uh, I 
I've always really loved um, the weird dogs, the dogs that don't find the a home the easiest. So that's kind of where I came up with the idea of Misfit Mutts. And originally I had called my YouTube channel uh, Misfit Mutts and Motors. Mm. Um, but I, I changed it after a little bit to, to Misfit Mutts Garage just because I thought that was a little more fun. Um, and... and uh, and yeah, so so my wife actually runs a Instagram page that's Mis- Misfit Mutts Pack, and it's just all all our dogs. Um, oh really? Just I yeah, haven't just seen doing, that one yet. Yeah, just doing fun things. Um, yeah, that's so not, yeah, there's nothing better than dogs and cars, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and we're uh, you know we've been fostering dogs for about 15 years now, and we help. Uh, a local rescue called Broken Tail Rescue, and we also help a rescue in New York called Willow's Wings Animal Sanctuary. It's kind of where we get a lot of our uh, broken dogs, honestly. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Broken Tail Rescue is kind of where we get a lot of our senior dogs that are just kind of... A lot of people like to discard their dogs when they're old and they get a new puppy, stuff like that. So yep. we, we've been a... Uh, basically a retirement and hospice home for dogs for the last like seven or eight years. Something good for like that. you. Good for you. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I hear way too many stories of people getting puppies or older dogs and moving. Oh, we can't bring our dog. Like what? You've yeah. had this dog for X. I can't even fathom, but that's yeah. another podcast. Maybe we'll start a different <laughs> one for that. But, <laughs> but yeah, 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 that's good for you, man. I, I, I commend you for that. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's really rewarding, and and I get to like hang out with dogs all the time. Yeah, I, I used to. I, I had a part time job at a uh, dog daycare for two years before COVID shut them down. Oof. But um, but yeah, that was that was a good fun good fun job. It was like in addition to my full time job, I just picked up like three days, and I'd work every Saturday. It was a hey, good time. Good for you, man. Good for you. Yeah. I want to jump into a little bit. Um, one thing that I really like about you and um, Dave too, like I said, we'll we'll get him on the podcast one of these days. But um, I feel like Definitely. you guys use your minis or use your cars a lot. A lot of people get these cars and don't do anything with them. Like uh, I believe it was you, you swapped on your uh, red uh, emo mini. We'll get into that one too. Put the snow tires on, riding around in the snow. You guys do a lot of grass uh, grassroots events, drifting, yep. rallying, all of that stuff. Tell me a little bit about that. So, um, so yeah, so I really love taking my mini and, and enjoying it. Um, and I, it's funny, Dave and I met because in, in 2020, I had bought a track prepped mini and I was like, all right, well, might as well bring it to the track. And so I found an open track day at Thompson Speedway and I drove my mini uh, down to the track. It was about a half an hour away. And then I spent the day trying to drive it around the track. I got about five laps in before my distributor shit the bed. I remember and, this. <laughs> and I, I got it I got it back into the garage and we basically spent a few hours trying to figure out what went wrong. Me and like three other dudes uh, who just happened to be there. One of them was in a newer Mini. Um, but no one really knew the engine. I didn't really know the engine at that point. I wasn't really building these cars at that point. I was just kind of buying them and having fun with them. Mm-hmm. And so I towed it home with AAA 
which, you know, that it was my very first track day. I was a little bummed out, but I still had a blast. And I got it home and Dave reached out to me and was like, hey, I see that you have this mini and it's broken. Like, can I come over and help you fix it? And I was like, yes. <laughs> Which mini was this? Uh, this was actually the red Clubman. Okay. That, that's what I that Dave Dave actually purchased uh, from me. And then I bought it back from him. And then he bought it back from me. And then he finally sold it to someone else uh, early late last year. So right. it's, it's, but it was, it was, um, it was the very first, uh, mini I'd ever driven on a track. It was a 1275 CC, um, engine. It was, it was a lot of fun. It had like bucket seats and, and harnesses and all that jazz. Um, but Dave came by and looked at it and he found a whole lot of problems with it, which bummed me out because I sent it to a shop. And I told the shop, I'm going to take this mini to a track. Let's make sure it's safe. And they were <laughs> like, yeah, oil change and you're fine. Good to go. It, it needed like, it needed wheel bearings. It like the, there was a whole bunch of loose uh, suspension components. Like it was, it was bad. And, and again, this was before I really knew much. And so Dave came by and he was like, all right, you need to do this. You need to do this. And then he, he actually brought a distributor with him and swapped it in um and, and and then finally my my mini started up again and um and then i took it to another track day and it, it performed flawlessly and and pretty much from then dave and i have just been we you know we just got really close and then our wives met and our wives got really close and now our wives actually sell um items at craft fairs and such my my wife does a lot of embroidery and she does felting oh, and, cool. and Dave, dave's wife does a lot of jewelry and, and um and kind of like witchy items that are really fun cool. and, and so yeah so they just kind of so we all just kind of like fell into this nice little community of of uh you know fun happy people who who like to make cool stuff and that's what and it's, it's all been, about yeah, and it's it's just it's been a really cool last like because Dave and I have only known each other since 2020, and um, you know it feels like it's been forever. It's it's great, um, and and uh, and yeah. So that that mini is known as Spicy, uh, that we that we kind of kept and 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 uh, enjoyed. We we had a lot of a lot of fun with that mini. We we pulled the engine out of it, rebuilt it, and then put it back in in uh in a weekend's time yeah i think that was uh one of the first uh youtube videos i saw you yep. guys do was the the uh, rebuild on that yep yeah dave did most of the work but i was also there just there for so. support holding the flashlight <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly i was i was holding the camera and doing moral support from the back there you go it's an important you know, it's job kind of it's a small engine you know two hands on it i get you <laughs> yeah yeah exactly you don't want to get in the way Right, right, right. So, um, okay, so Spicy is the Clubman. You yep. also have a um, a Hornet, not an Alpha Hornet, that's bright orange now. I think it was white yes. when you first got it. You race that too now every once in a while, right? So the white one was actually a different Hornet. Oh, it was. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. you, you, how are you finding all these minis? Like, <laughs> uh, Diligence. Um, honestly, I found... 
I've found a lot of them on Mini Mania. Yep. Uh, also, the Mike uh, Lewis, I believe his name is, Mini Guy. Mini Guy, yep. Yeah, he, I, he, I, he, he actually... Does he still do stuff? I don't know if he still does stuff, but he's who I actually got my first Honda Mini from. Right. Um, he helped, he, he helped that out. Uh, and, and Facebook Marketplace, just kind of like searching around. Yeah. And then if you just kind of put it out there that you want a Mini... That's like, true. People like people will provide that's true you know it's it's crazy um which like that's kind of how i got my first cooper s was yeah you you i I haven't are you keeping that under wraps i feel like i don't see you post about that very often uh so i'm gonna say something really controversial especially for this podcast Uh uh-oh i do not care if a mini is a Cooper S. Uh, okay, that's fine. That's fine. To to me, a mini is a mini, and a mini is just cool. Yes. Um, I get the same amount of joy from my, you know, five thousand dollar mini as I would from a thirty thousand dollar Cooper S. So, I've sold every Cooper S I have owned. <sighs> didn't you just get one not too long ago like a 64 or something and you sold it yeah well that was a cooper it wasn't a cooper s okay um that one i do kind of wish i had kept but yeah i sold that um (laughs) it was really cool because it had like a dove and white interior that was in really great shape um and it was like a dove gray exterior which looked great yeah but it had some serious patina which was cool i really agree with that statement um I'm like, it's definitely a fine line for me because my dream car was always a Mark I Cooper S. And realistically, I could probably build my Rover Mini to feel the exact same way, (laughs) I'm sure. Uh, Granted, I haven't driven a Cooper S yet. But um, yeah, I mean, if you have the same suspension set up and everything, they're all fun to drive, hands down. I think if you're worried about... If you like the, I like the cool, uh, rare, maybe Cooper S parts. I think that's cool. Uh, you know, the period correct yeah. stuff. I think that's cool, but it doesn't yeah. make or break the mini for me for sure. Um, I'll, I'm a bit of a purist, but yeah, I mean, it's, they're all fun. You can't, you right. can't deny that. Exactly. So when, uh, so yeah, so when, when I got the chance to actually, some, a friend of mine reached out to me and was like, hey, I know a guy who's just trying to liquidate his garage. He's retiring, moving back to England. He wants to liquidate his garage. So I was like, okay, cool. What's he got? And he was like, he was like, well, he's got a classic min. He's got two classic minis. He's looking to sell both of them. And he also had three classic BMWs. And I was like, all right, let's. I'll let's take see. them all. <laughs> well, it was funny because because he was like, all right, it's a real Cooper S. Here's the VIN. And it's a uh, and it's a it was a a 1964, and it, it was basically the perfect Survivor 1964 Cooper S. It was the first month or something like that of the 1275. Wow. It was it had everything still in it. It was off the road since about 70. Wow. And like it even had the horsehair 
uh, sound insulation in the back that was in pretty decent shape. And it had literally just sat in a garage since the 70s. Yikes. And so I, and, and so I sent I sent him the lowest of offers because I was like, as one was, should. Right. Well, I w- well, because it was one of those things where I was like, all right, how much does he want? And he was like, well, send me an offer. And I was like, well, no, just set, tell me how much you want. I he, and I was like, I was like, all right, fine. Here's a crap offer that you're definitely going to say no to. But he said yes to it. See, you never know. Shoot your shot, man. That's the listen. I do sales for a living. And when people are like, oh, well, what's, you know, it's like, OK, I'm going to give you a low offer or whatever it yeah. is. It's like, <laughs> well, and you then he tell was me like, what do you want? Like, I, how am I supposed to know? And then he was like, well, what would you offer for the three BMWs? So I was like, OK, here's another piece. Here's another low offer. And he was like, sure. Yeah, that sounds great. So I bought five cars and I was like, well, what am I going to do with these? <laughs> I had no, no, nowhere to put them. I bought five cars and a whole garage full of parts. Like I have videos of it and like it's a ton of stuff. We filled two trucks and we had to go back twice. Wow. Yeah, it was cool. It was really cool. And that Cooper S is now in Portugal getting a full restoration, as wow. it should be. Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, We're it, at it's... in Portugal. Uh, I'm not quite sure, to be honest. Um, I have the guy's like contact information. Him and I talk a bunch. Um, Maybe after and, the uh, podcast, I'll, I want to get it from yeah. you. Because uh, uh, he is a little... He, he's a collector. Yeah, Marco he, might he, know he him. Has a bunch Did of you stuff. listen to that episode, Marco Carrera? I haven't yet. Yeah, he uh, his mini is from Madeira, which is Portugal. I, I think Portugal owned. I don't quote me on that, oh, people. Cool, Sorry, cool. but yeah, he it did a lot of rallies in Portugal, and he knows um, a bunch of people over there, so he might know where that one's at. Yeah, guy's name's Apesh. He's a good, yeah, really, really good dude. Um, yeah, it's it's funny. Like he um he messaged me and i was like there's no way this guy's serious because the offer he gave me was a reasonable offer for cooper s because i just because i just posted hey i bought this and Mm -hmm. everyone was like how much you want for it Uh, and he sent me like a really honest reasonable offer and i was like there's no way he's serious and then a local guy that i know vouched for him so i was like okay so let's sell a mini to portugal Wow. And, you know, it, it took a little while to get it, get it ready for the boat because it didn't run, um, but it made its way. And, and I'm I'm happy to say he was very happy with it when it arrived. So hey, and man, that, that's that's, cool. that's when I put international businessman on my uh, Instagram profile. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> international businessman <laughs> right there. Hey, yeah. it's not lying. You're not lying. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so, that was that was fun. That's awesome. Let's get back to the Hornets. I uh, that's one of my favorite minis for some reason. They're just oh, I so, love it. They're extra quirky with the little yeah. uh, classy uh, boot it's got. Yeah. So you had the white one, and then you obviously sold it to somebody and got the orange one. Was the orange one already orange? It was. Um, so John McGee of McGee's Custom Minis. Mm-hmm. Him and I, uh, we just kind of met and hit it off. We became like online friends. Yep. And yep. Um, and, and so, yeah, awesome dude. Awesome dude. He's over in Germany now. Super happy for him. Yep. Um, and uh, and I've bought, I think, three or four of his minis that he's built at this point. 
and um and this was like before i'd bought any of them um I, this one actually was a was his build five years before i purchased it mm. and it was nardo gray and it looked amazing and then someone turned it into this red and white pile of trash so uh but that's 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 a whole nother thing but so the so the hornets um i had the white one i found the white one on mini mania and i was like oh and it was pristine it was perfect um so i didn't want to do i didn't want to do my thing with it it was too nice um i put like pokey wheels on it and i was like oh i could throw fender flares on it but it would just take away from it so i actually found some uh some steelies and some of the Wolseley uh center caps the nice steel um shiny moon discs that had yeah. the Wolsey w and i put those on it and then i sold it to um to to a guy and um and, and before i sold it john had found uh, a, a different customer has had an orange hornet and he he knows i love orange he knows i love the hornets and it didn't have a hood or grill, um, and it was a little beat up. So I was like, "All right, cool," you know. And it was pretty cheap. I think I got it for like forty five hundred bucks. Nice. Um, and 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 then I had to spend um, like fifteen hundred for a hood, grill, bumper, front and rear bumper, and a boot, uh, all shipped from the UK. I still have the box. I use it as a table. It was this huge plywood box. Um, all shipped from the UK. And, and so the, the guy trailed it from Michigan to my house to drop it off. And then he went down to John's to pick up a Honda swap mini clubman that he was then going to trailer home. Nice. Yeah. So that dude was having a nice little, nice little road trip. He dropped, dropped the Hornet off and it, it was, it, it ran and drove um the seats were just kind of in place they were these tan ugly things so um that one's kind of been my favorite ish mini for for in in terms of like looking and 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 uh aesthetic appeal right um it kind of drives like shit if i'm honest <laughs> um but there's something wrong with the with the rear sweat uh rear subframe okay I think it it was definitely a track mini before I got it, and I think it was it hit a curb, and just kind mm. of tweaked the subframe a little bit. Mm. Because if you're, we, I took it to one wet track day, and if you go over thirty miles an hour, that rear end is just Squirrely. all all over the place. Um, so I, I have to fix that. But other than that, it's it's a it's such a good mini. Um, and it's cool. Like I have the hood and grill and, and boot all painted black. Uh, the boot also has a BMW 2002 spoiler on it, a duck bill. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I, it's funny. I had, um, I, I, I have a 74 2002 and I was thinking of putting the, uh, duck bill on the, on the back, but I found a Google work spoiler and it was just cooler. And so I, I put it right across because it's huge, really, really long. So I just laid it across the taillights and I was looking at the Hornet like, you know, that wouldn't look bad. And so uh, I, I cut it. I had a I had a shop cut it up and put it on the, it, you know, it's it's a little wonky. It could definitely use some perfecting, 
but it works really well. I think it's a really cool addition. Um, it's a cool it's, build. Thank you. Yeah, I, I yeah. love it. A I lot of people, it. I don't know about a lot of people. I've heard people like, oh, the Hornet or the Elf, they're, they're just funky. They're goofy. Like, I don't like them. But, man, when you, like, stance and lower uh, uh, Elf or Hornet, they look so cool. I don't know yeah. why. It's like I like the aspect of it still looks like a mini, but it has, like, that funky kind of classy grill <laughs> the big old kind of i don't know what rolls royce grill type of thing and then the little boot yeah. it's just they're so cool they're definitely cool yeah you've the, also the, had a couple of trucks too right uh i have i've had two of the I, I i've had every type of classic mini which i had no idea there were so many when i bought my first one if i'm honest like yeah i thought the classic mini was it and then i found that panel van and i was like what and yeah. then i found out there were trucks and i was like what uh so yeah, did you have a woody too i've had two yeah i was gonna say i was trying to think yeah you you definitely had pretty much every variant i guess <laughs> except a moke i haven't had oh, a moke there we go moke yeah uh and it's funny the woody i was actually least excited about i don't know why i bought it to be honest with you i i bought it from big al in in up in canada um he sells a lot of minis and he just kind of, he just he's he's who I bought the white hornet from, so I was like, all right, I'll buy a white, you know, a white countryman from him, and and it was perfect. It was it was like the mintest thing mini I've ever had, and uh, in my opinion, it was very boring. It was another like car I couldn't do much with, so I sold it to a friend of mine in Michigan who loves it as is, um, and then I bought the red one again from Big Al. It was a red uh, Countryman with a 997 Cooper engine, Cooper S engine in it. Um, and that was a ton of fun. That one was a lot rougher around the edges, a little more enjoyable for me to kind of throw around. I like that style of you, like if it's, you know, super clean or maybe a Cooper S or something really nice, you don't want to mess with it and you pass yeah. it on to somebody that's going to enjoy it, and you find, like you said, another Mini that you're going to enjoy because they're all fun. Right, that's exactly. That's cool. I like that. Exactly. And There's, and... there's so many of them. It's like, yeah. why, <clears throat> excuse me, why trash a perfectly good one that someone's going to respect for what it is and just move exactly. on to another one? Exactly. It was funny. <clears throat> that white one, um, it was it was a 1980, and someone took the the Clubman front end off of it and put the round nose on it, painted it white they did it great the, res the restoration was amazing um and it was a 998 four speed very nice very smooth um and i started it one day when it was in gear and i smashed the bumper into a piece of wood oh, no. and it pushed the fender flare in and i was so upset with myself that's when i decided to sell it oh, so no. i was like if i keep this i'm just gonna hurt it more <laughs> I was oh, so no. upset with myself. <laughs> hey, we've all done that. At least I've done that as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, I yeah, think and, your and, McGee pickup truck, that I'm almost positive. I think that came to Martin, who's uh, I know well over here in SoCal, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Think that, it's, I think it's, that um, thing's still at the paint shop. I, I think he's getting it repainted and sorted. Good. Yeah. Yeah, it's it that's that was a really cool truck. I just didn't like fit nicely in it. And so if I was driving it, I'd always get out and kind of be a little sore in one one place or another. So I didn't 
you know, and I, and at that time I had six minis or something like that. <laughs> and, and so I would always find myself driving something else. Yeah, I feel like um, the truck is the one that you kind of have to be short to fit in because everything else you can move the seat back or whatnot, but right. restricted it, it, by the wall there. Right, exactly. And, and a lot of people don't take that into consideration when they're like, oh, I want a mini pickup. Oh, I want mm -hmm. a mini pickup. It's like, well, unless you're like 5'6", because I'm only 5'7", five, 5'8", five, on a tall yeah. day. Yeah. Um, so I, if I don't fit, like, you know, and, and it's – it's funny, like I, I, Dave actually fit fairly well and comfortably in it, because it's it's mostly all in where and how you bend. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't bend in the right ways. Uh, <laughs> I to, can see to that. Fit. I sat right, in Ricky's cause... pickup, and it's like I fit fine, but I could, I know what you're saying. It's not, it wasn't as comfy as mine. Like my, I just sat right. a little bit further back in the saloon, and a little, little better seating position. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really love the estates. Those, those have been kind of, um, the body style of choice for me. I really enjoy those, the estates, the vans, the ones with the windows are much easier to drive. Yeah. Um, the panel vans are even left-hand drive. It's still blind spots everywhere. Um, but, uh, the, the Hornet body style is really adorable, really cute. And I get the most questions on it. And a lot of people ask, is it a mini, you know, and yeah. I got to be like, yeah, it's the, uh, it's the posh mini. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I would imagine most people have not even heard of that mini, you know, yeah. you could, yeah. or even uh, realistically any other variant other than the saloon, I'm sure they're like, what the hell is this? Like a yeah. clubman. I'm sure a lot of people haven't seen a clubman. Yeah. Like the square nose or, or a lot mm -hmm. of people, they don't, they don't see those a lot. <clears throat> right. Um, but if I'm out in, in my red mini emo, mm -hmm. um, people know exactly what it is. Cause it, emo is the absolute quintessential classic mini. Yeah. It it's red. It's got the Monte Carlo interior. Um, it, the Monte Carlo exterior, 1293 CC engine. I absolutely adore that car. Yeah. Emo is awesome. Yeah. I love that car. Yeah. That, I love that, everything about that car. I love the wheels you have on it. It just looks so good. Yeah, I absolutely love that car. It it runs and drives. So I've had 18 total classic minis, wow. and Emo is absolutely my favorite one to 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 drive, to be in, to start up. Um, and funny enough, Dave won Emo in a raffle for uk minis which it like legit uk minis they just give away minis and they're amazing minis they are not trash they're so good and and he when wanted... i saw dave won i started entering the raffles i was like, oh, <laughs> Me too. like I, it wasn't that i thought it was a, a like a scam or anything like that i just was like oh you yeah, know whatever and then i was like oh shit like yeah, it's it it's close to home. And emo was an awesome mini. I was like, yeah, dang these. Yeah, I've reached out to um the guy who runs UK minis. I want to get him yeah, on the Simon, podcast. Good. Yeah, good guy. Yeah, and I know like I think it's two or three other people at this point in the U.S. who have won. Um, like Mudhead and Racing, I think he won one. Um, but yeah, so when when Dave won that, uh, it was delivered here and he didn't really have anywhere to put it so he, he kept it at my house so i got to drive it more than he did for the first like six months he owned it and i just fell in love with the thing 
So when he decided to sell it, I was like, all right, cool. How much can I give you for it? And <laughs> <laughs> what is it about it that you love so much? Just the setup, everything? It's just a perfect combo? What is it? So the way that it drives and the way that it sounds. It, it's currently got a single carb with a nice little bell mouth from uh, Med Engineering, I believe it is. Yep. And I just love it. What Like... It, it just it when it opens up and makes that nice throaty little carb roar it it just it it's so nice and and it handles wonderfully um on the 10 inch wheels the the with the yokohamas they're just so good and i lo- i just love it 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 it's yeah, it's it's really hard to put into words, honestly. And, I know exactly what you're talking about. I I understand. That's like but the it, the feeling the mini gives yeah. you. But there's definitely some. I've driven a handful, and when I get back into mine, it's like, dude, mine. I don't know. I just have it set how I like it. The sound, the feeling, the shit, like everything. I get you. Yeah, and it's crazy. Everything that I've done to it, um, I've. I love I love it more. Um, in that big five car purchase garage clean out from New York, I got these really cool Patty Hopkirk racing seats. Nice. Like they're they're these. If you if you Google uh, Patty Hopkirk Carrera GT racing seat, that's what I have, and I got two sets: one with a fixed back and one with a reclinable back. Ooh. And so I tried them both in Emo. And the fixed backs, much more comfortable, fit me perfectly. So I sold the um, adjustable backs to a friend of mine who really loves Cooper S stuff uh-huh. and who really loves, like, Patty Hopkirk stuff. So right. I was like, oh, he'll be all over these. Um, and so I added those um, non-adjustables to Emo. And with the racing harnesses, like, bringing that car to a track day, it is the perfect mini to just shoot around any track any day it's so much fun yeah it looks so good yeah i was just watching the video right now with the your exhaust falling off on the was it a (laughs) a autocross or track day (laughs) yeah that was at adsi where the exhaust kept falling off and my oil pressure gauge line hit my exhaust and so as i'm coming in it's just all this oil oil smoke coming out of the front end and I was thinking it was my tires. I was like, oh, yeah, I must have done a pretty sweet burnout. Yeah. And no, it's, it's no. not the tires. So, like, I pull in. Dave's like, cut it. Like, That's you're... funny. Yeah, we thought it was a head gasket at first, but then we saw the nylon line, like, basically against the header. <laughs> so, luckily, that was actually a quick fix. We just yeah, it's pretty popped... easy. Yeah, popped the line off. put the, And I actually just fixed that on Friday. I put a braided line in on Friday. Oh, nice, yeah. I forget what happened to one of mine. I I just went to AutoZone or Napa or whatever and got the little copper line. It just fits yep. right in. Bingo. Yeah. Done. Right. That's cool. I don't know why we put a nylon line back on because that engine was out for a diff exchange. Uh, we put an LSD in it. Oh, nice. And, oh, it's so, so – it just – you get into a corner, it just pulls you right out. Oof, yeah, see, I have mine out right now, and it's the rabbit hole of what else do I want to change while I'm doing this gearbox. (laughs) My diff looks so good, but it's like, I don't need it. I was like, I don't need that, though. I don't need that for my street car, but I I think my end goal is 
when I get to that point with the S, I'm going to not hold back. It's going to get yeah. everything. It's going to go, uh, f- you know, race car. <laughs> so it's, it's, if you have access to it, if one of the SoCal mini guys has a mini with an LSD in it, definitely take it for a rip and see mm-hmm. how you like it. Mm-hmm. Um, it does change the drivability of the car a lot. In my opinion, it improves it. Okay. Um, because it, it, it's like, instead of one wheel trying to pull the steering wheel away from you, if you're in a turn, it's both wheels just nice and smooth pulling your right in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it's, in my opinion, it gives you that little bit more control. Yeah, I'll check it out. I mean, uh, the engine for the S was rebuilt and it looks like it has a lot of goodies on it. So it might nice. have some sort of new diff in there. Um, I would imagine the head's fully ported, polished, all that jazz. And it's got nice uh, 20 over pistons and stuff like that. So once I crack the case and open it up and see what the gearbox has. So we'll see. Yeah, from I just want a nice... 1275 with i'm just doing upgraded gears in the gearbox so it's easy to go down that rabbit hole as you know yeah <laughs> very easy yeah it's so tell me easy. a little bit about your uh other projects i know you got uh you just recently got rx7 rotary you have uh some badass e36s you have some what 2002s you have an mgb uh so so yeah so i do have a ton of other cars right now um that i I fell into the habit a lot of um just buying something that's more or less the same of what i have um and and i've been trying to get away from that the last year or two so you know so that, that there was a point where i think i owned almost 11 10 or 11 classic minis <laughs> And because they were all a little bit different, like one of them was a van, one of them was an estate, one of them was a pickup truck, one of them was a piece of shit. Like they were all completely different. So, but they were close enough where, you know, so I, I sold off basically all my duplicates and I've been, um, kind of buying cars that I've always wanted and that I think will be a lot of fun. Um, or that I just impulse buy one night because I'm bored on the internet. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that's how i got my e36 touring um i impulse bought that from open air imports when they posted it one night and i was like yeah sure let's follow through with it i told you i was gonna buy it let's buy it um and that was my first e36 i imported that in april um and then i bought a e36 coupe from new york that had a v8 in it for the overall plan to put that v8 in uh, an RX-7 body, but then we decided to just put it in the Touring because the engine in the Touring was it didn't drive all that great. But um, so yeah, so that's the biggest project. I'm big project I'm working on right now is actually doing that swap, yeah. and it's the biggest project I've ever really done because um, I've never taken an engine out by myself, which I've done two now. Um, and then right now it's just kind of reinforcing the chassis, reinforcing the subframes and all the kind of E36 spots. Mm-hmm. And then, then it's just putting it back in. I'm hoping to have it done. Well, not done. I'm hoping to have it running by March. And okay, so, coming up. you know, so yeah, so come spring, it should be, should be on the road. Yeah. That um, touring is pretty sweet. That's going to be a cool yeah. project. 
yeah it's it's been a lot of fun it's taught me a lot uh and and then the rx7 uh, i actually traded one of my 2002s for that and all i had to do was pay for transport wow both ways yeah does it have the rotary in it or are you keeping the it rotary or are you so it did um it, it i got it it ran and drove but it didn't uh start hot and it had low compression mm. um so i only drove it around a little bit i didn't want to damage it any more than it already was but i had never experienced a rotary so i definitely took it for like a couple of cruises really enjoyed it uh and then i parked it pulled the engine out with a couple of friends and the engine is currently being pulled apart rebuilt at a rotary specific shop irp down in new jersey and the body is at a friend's shop in nashua new hampshire and it's going to go yellow nice uh, yeah so we're going to get the pretty much this summer everything should kind of be going back together but i don't know when it'll be like kind of done so maybe christmas sweet no that's gonna be a cool one for sure yeah, I've always loved the lines and the look of the FD. I think it's one of the most beautiful cars ever made. And I'm super excited to own one. The rotary, we'll see how it goes. You know, I'm rebuilding it now. Uh, who knows if I'll want to rebuild it again if it ever needs it. But, right. you know, yeah, uh, I wouldn't be against. Yeah, definitely a bucket list. Like the rotary, yeah. it sounds so cool with the yeah, you know, street board or whatever. But uh, I don't know. Rotary Mini would be awesome. Rotary Mini would be pretty wild, and it would, it probably fit without a ton of, uh, without a ton of adjustments because it's it's not it's a small. huge engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe yeah. Uh, maybe you should try it. Throw it in Brutus. Yeah, I mean, one of these days that that car needs a fun engine. There you go. Brutus That'd needs be... a needs a fun engine. Matt, you ready for the Patty Probe? Yeah, let's go. Alrighty. Let's go. Uh, first question. What's your favorite mini variant? So my favorite variant probably uh, the Wolseley Hornet. I just, I love the boot. I love the fancy front end, the different front end. Um, and, and I like the Hornet over the elf as well. Yeah. What are I some think, of the differences? I haven't uh, dove into that really. It, so the grill in the elf the the riley badge is at the top in the in the uh chrome inlay okay. it's, it's nice it's blue in my opinion the riley elf is a little more posh a little more fancy looking mm -hmm. but the wolsey hornet is is kind of a little more grumpy and aggressive i guess yeah and like is, the your, is yours badge, the stock one and just painted black uh, it's yeah, it's black. The grill's black, and some of the some of the slats are still chrome. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, that Wolseley Hornet one. It looks cool. And the grill, uh, the badge lights up too. Yeah, yeah. So that's the so Wolseley cool. badge actually lights up, which I think is is really cool. Um, and and yeah, I just I've I've always just really liked the Hornet itself. The booted mini is cool. I really like the front, like those those grills in the in the in the brake ducts kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Breaks it up really nicely. So that's that's got to be my favorite variant, I which like is that. hard. Which yeah. it's hard because I love the Clubman Estates too. Yeah, it's hard for you. You've had every single one, but visually for me, I think obviously Saloon is always 
top, but uh, if I had to pick another one, it'd definitely be a Hornet for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you really can't beat the classic mini vibe, but if you're if you're gonna try, it's got to be a Hornet. I agree. I agree. We went over this a little bit, um, but how many minis do you currently own? I currently own two. I currently own Brutus, the Wolseley Hornet, and Emo, the uh, most classic mini you could ever, ever want. And the funny thing is, is Emo's a 91, backdated to look like a 64. Right. Just without Fantastic the... job. Just without the um, door hinges. Correct, yeah. Does Which is have... one thing I'd love to add. Does it have wind-up windows still? Uh, yeah, it does. Yeah, so that's we were talking about this the other day. Uh, someone wanted to sell their uh, backdated-looking Mark One Mini for an actual Mark One. We're like, but you're you're gonna lose the wind-up windows. Like <laughs> the See, the sliders lo- look cool, but they're not very functional. <laughs> right, exactly. The sliders do look cool, but the best thing is Australian doors. Yeah, with the little vent windows and their wind-up. Yep, Australian doors. If you if if you can find a set of Australian doors, buy them, keep them, put them on a mini. Yep, yep. I was just, uh, the episode coming out tomorrow is with uh, Self-Restoration Society on Instagram, and we're he's out yep. of Australia. We're talking about the doors. Yeah. Coveted doors. Yeah, I uh, mean, the, those vent windows are just, they're so baller. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. They're very cool. And apparently they work really well, so. They do. I have, they're on the. They're on the BMW 2002s. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're key. They're key in classic cars. I you agree. Know, they're very key. <laughs> uh, let's see. A-Series, Honda Swap, or other? A-Series, honestly. Ooh. I've owned three Hondas, and I just... I, and, and they've all been different Hondas. So the, I've had the B18, um, and it was a GSR motor. So it had like 190, 200 horsepower. Okay. Uh, and that was a car like you always had to be there driving it. You couldn't just go for a nice relaxing cruise because it was always actively trying to kill you. <laughs> um, the the D-series engines, slightly less so, more reasonable for a cruise. But I just can't, I, I just can't give up that A-series um, noise. The sound, the pull, the feel... It's just, it's really, really nice. That's, I've never driven in a Honda swap, but that's my gut feeling is like yeah. something about being in the classic mini with the classic engine, the noises and all that, like even with the electric swaps and all that kind of stuff is like, I can't imagine not driving or driving a mini without an A series. Like it just doesn't make yeah. sense to me. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd love to try an electric swap one. That would be really cool. I bet they're fun. Um, I, I yeah. can't deny that they're all fun. Like it, right. you're going to have fun in the mini, no matter what. Yeah. And I'd really love to drive a, um, a rear wheel drive classic mini. Oh yeah. Like, that'd be rowdy. Like on a drift, on a drift pad, just something crazy. Imagine that would be a crazy. Yeah. You should, yeah, uh, that there, would be there's lot. another one for like, I think, uh, I feel like the uh, van or the, the wagon would look, be really, Estate yeah. would be really good with a little bit of longer wheelbase. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, my my friend Derek has a. Uh, it's not an estate. It's just a Clubman, uh, 
rear uh rear rear wheel drive um mini and it's it's crazy fun i've never driven it just because i don't want to hurt it right i know it's it's a very robust build but like i i'm the kind of person who like I, I it's gonna break when i drive it what so, engine is in it or is it uh, a, yamaha r1 okay i was gonna say yeah. wow cool yeah it's really cool Dang. it's really cool what and he uh... built it all himself like he's crazy damn really yeah, yeah, you don't see too many rear uh, wheel drive ones. I think um, I saw one the other day. I think Rohan uh, that's coming out. I think he mentioned there's one in Australia build that's like a WRX rear. rear oh yeah, wheel, I've seen or that all one. wheel. I can't remember, but yeah, that blue one. It's dope. That blue one. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Which makes what? sense if you build a WRX classic mini, you paint it blue and gold. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> didn't even think about that <laughs> it's gotta be world rally blue you there gotta you go. do it yeah 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 what's your uh favorite mini modification either one that you've done or one that you want to do um i have <sighs> oof geez uh dual carbs with some trumpets it's a good one it's it's a good noise that that womp out of the carbs, man. Like once you get that tuned in, and then you put the trumpets on top of it, and and you get that really nice tone. Cause you you can buy some really crummy trumpets, and they work. Um, but I've tried kind of the thin, really cheapy ones, and also mm. the thick ones from Med Engineering and like in in similar places. I think Specialty Components make some too. Yep. Um, that are really nice, and and it's just the tone they add is is awesome. So I absolutely, agree. dual carbs with a really nice uh, trumpet setup. It, 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 especially if you're A series, like it's so it's so worth it. It's so good. I love that. Yeah. No, I agree. That that's a solid sound. Yeah, and, and those um, I will say the roll center correcting ball joints are a second. Yes. I so, literally still have not put those online, but I should probably do that now that everything's out. <laughs> if you look at the front end picks of Brutus, though, that's what it does. It's that camber, and it looks just so good. Yeah, I need to. I have them just sitting on the shelf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you get that like silly, because uh, cause in in a stock mini, it's positive camber st- stock. Right. So the wheels look like they're pigeon toed. They're ridiculous. You got you got to do something to fix that. It's like the uh, what is it the uh, TC positive camber wheels? Have you seen that? Yeah, it's, it's so silly. Speaking of wheels, ten inch, twelve inch, or thirteen inch? Tens, tens all day. There's no no question. Tens. Do you have a favorite wheel that you've run? Um, I really love the uh, the turbos, like the the John Brown OS fours. I think they are. John Brown wheels, OS4s, they're just the turbos. I've had them on my Hornet for a while. Um, Banded Steelies are actually a really good uh, wheel as well. I have two different sets, which are really, really fun. Um, But yeah, like the the turbo wheels, I really like a lot. They they look similar. They look similar to like the Ronald turbos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and yeah, those are probably one of my favorite wheels. Yeah, those are cool. I like those actually. Yeah, I, I had some ten-inch uh, work equip O1s too, which were really cool, but they were a tough offset, so I didn't really have a ton of stuff they would work on. 
Yeah, those are cool, but yeah, I was gonna say that offset looks. Uh, I forget. I've seen someone else run them before, and it. Stevenson yeah. Motor Co. has a set. Yeah, there we go. On their red, on their red mini, and and they have them. They it looks perfect, but mine the rears were really wonky. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, you don't see I, those very often. No, especially in tens. Like ten inch wheels are just so cool because people people lose their minds when they find out it's a ten inch wheel. That's like almost the number one thing when you roll up to a, a meet yeah. or something like that. They're like, "What size are those wheels?" Yep. And <laughs> I have a set of baby. I have a set of golf cart wheels, and it's just two, which bums me out. I wish I had all four, but they're ten by I think seven. <laughs> and so, and I've put them on Brutus before, and they just look ridiculous. They're they yeah. they poke like crazy, and they're just they're cool, yeah. and. And people see them and they're like, "What size is that?" And then, you, then you say ten, and they're just like, ten, ten. ten. You know, <laughs> they get so confused. That's awesome. Yeah. What's the most pain in the ass job you've done on your mini? Uh, the most pain in the ass. Uh, it's gotta be. Um. Oh, jeez, there's so many. Uh, the honestly, the um, the diff. Uh, the diff install was a lot harder than I was expecting, um, especially since you have to, like, you have to take the whole engine apart and and out. Like, it's it's crazy. And then, um, yeah, I feel like you should be able to do it in the car, but I feel like it's just hard. Yeah, and so so that that was actually quite the quite the pain in the ass, and it's it's kind of funny because the blue panel van that i bought the guy was like oh i'm gonna change the final drive it's an easy job (laughs) no it isn't you have to take the entire engine apart and you have to take the gearbox apart to change the final drive what are you talking about it's an easy job so that's that was kind of my expectation because the first mini i bought i was told it was an easy job and it's absolutely not an easy job Yeah, I've heard people say that same thing. I'm like, eh, I mean, I wouldn't call it hard, but it's definitely not an easy job. Right. All right, last one. If you could have a drink, beer, coffee, tea with one mini celeb, who would it be? I mean, I I, I gotta go. I gotta go with Patty. I, I think it'd be cool to just kind of hear the stories of someone who was such a big part of mini in its heyday and, and such a, such a big name, um, you know, like what, just, just kind of pick his brain for the simple things, you know, basically these exact questions like, Hey, what, what, you know, what change to a mini do you always have to make? You know, what, what, you know, do you, there's, there's just so many little things that's like, It'd be cool to just sit and chat with him. I agree. You know, I, I agree. agree. Cool, man. Any uh, any other things you want to plug? Uh, I know we plugged your Instagram a little bit, but let everyone know. Uh, yeah, so Misfit Mutt's Garage on Instagram and um, YouTube. I don't post videos as much as I used to, but there's a ton on there that you can enjoy. I also do still have shirts. Uh, if anyone wants a Misfit Mutt's Garage shirt, I have these. Yeah, it's a cool logo. Yeah, thanks. My buddy Adam uh, made it for me. And uh, 
he does he he does uh, graphic design. Motionless Visions is his thing, and cool. also Baker's Boffins Automotive. They are in Rhode Island. They support you know all of my stuff. We support them. Amazing people, um, and uh, yeah, just uh, thanks a ton for having me. This was a lot a lot of fun. Um, I'm, I'm not really a huge podcast guy, but I've been watching and listening to a bunch of these and, uh, I appreciate that. And man, it's, it's, it's really cool. A lot of fun. Uh, I'm super glad that I got a chance to sit down and talk with you on this and I'm looking forward to seeing all the other ones coming up. Hell yeah. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Catch you next one.